I just started playing all of them. It, you know, those first couple of games are a little bit of a wolf for me, but I gotta say, great soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it's it's a banger soundtrack. Definitely gets you in the mood for some adventure. Yes. It's too bad. <laughs> it's too bad that the, 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 the viewers at home can't hear it. <laughs> all right, they let's see. They will be hearing it. I'm, you, 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 you don't think I'm gonna drop this song under the whole episode? Bob, the whole episode, so no. All right, Oh, this is great. Okay, so if you can hear the music right now, that means you're listening to the Brain Boggled Podcast. We haven't even sunk yet, Bobby. Oh, yeah. Does it matter, Brent? No, it uh, matters. We should probably Yeah, sink. We'll, we'll do one real quick, though. I might edit in this bit from the beginning because it's pretty good. So, you boys ready? I'm yeah. ready. Hello, Brain Bogglers. I am your... I... Wow. I didn't even think of a... Oh, of a, yeah. Uh, I should have been thing. thinking of one. How pathetic, how pathetic. Um, I am your beyond the horizons to the next adventure, B, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, shit, um, I am your, I am your Troy Baker, B, because I play Nathan Drake's brother in the fourth Uncharted game. (laughs) Brent. Oh, he's not, he's not, uh... (laughs) He's not uh he's not Nathan Drake himself. No, oh. that's Nolan North. Oh yeah. Nolan it's North. The, the the other the other every male protag in every video game ever voice exactly, actor. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, and I am your uh Jakarta J Jack. Nice. Which mm. is the capital of Indonesia, which has a lot of uh ancient ruins. I don't know if Jakarta does itself, but I know ancient I- I- Indonesia does. They have like Angkor Wat, right? That's in Indonesia, right? I that think so. Right. There's, there's a pretty good chance that you might know more about what I'm talking about today than I do, Jack. Uh, uh, I actually don't know. Too, I don't know that much about this uh, this stuff, actually. I well, just know I, be... I probably could tell you about the gods they worship, but probably nothing else. <laughs> yeah, we got some Quetzalcoatls up in this piece. Huh? <laughs> it's going to be a fun episode. Basically, I decided recently that I want to become a treasure hunter. And, you know, I've been on this kick for, for, for a little bit because I've been playing the Uncharted games. And uh, I just finished the first one. I, I'm halfway through the second one now. And uh, it's a great game. So I was thinking, you know, you know, what would happen if we actually did look for some lost cities? I got to say, Bob. Uh, this this little uh, this image here, uh, which uh, our, our beautiful listeners can 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 go and see if they if they check out our our uh, brain bloggled website uh, mm-hmm. brainbogglepodcast dot com, uh, yeah. and I assume I, I mean you I mean like this is the, you got you got your meme image right here, but you've never you've never looked better, Bob. You never thank looked you better. thank you. I, I've been working out. I've been going to the gym. I've been practicing my uh, he's been, my he's machine been bu- gunning. Been buying lots of. <laughs> fat belt buckles <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got those 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 cool under the armpit holsters that all the cool action heroes use hell yeah dude i found brent's last wedding I'm, ring and i put it around my neck yes listen i it's, this is true but also i'm not gonna lie i had a belt buckle phase in my uh, you actually my early 20s yeah when i was playing in h- hardcore bands what i have phase did brent not have i have one belt buckle and it's from uh it's 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 a boy scout belt buckle from, nice. from, from Philmont. Respect. Hey, if any of our Respect. listeners have uh, been to Philmont, let, let us know. We'd love to. I'd love to hear about it. 
It'd be cool also, if there's yeah, like. Also had a wallet chain. <laughs> oh, you a, no! Wait, wait, know, hey, bad, listen, bad stuff, bad stuff. Listen, my my grandfather, my great grandfather had a wallet chain, and he always said it was amazing because if you drop your wallet, you just pick it right back up. It's like you're going fishing, you know. That is true. It, I have actually the I, I like I put my wallet like down in in places or like you know when you like you don't you actually like you think you put it back in your pocket but you don't. Yeah. It happens, uh, you know. I, I have to say, Jack, I'm really digging the stash. I think it's looking real good, dude. I was so, I was so. Here, I'll get close. I'll, 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 here, I'll bring the mic with me. I'll get close for you guys. Uh, yeah, but okay. um, pretty nice. good. We but, got our um, Sully. Uh, yeah. When it was when it was growing in, it it looked really bad, and I was like, mm. but now that it's like here, I'm kind of, I kind of <laughs> like it. I don't know. Uh, I think it, I think it looks very adventurous. Yeah! Oh my God! What a segue, Bob! I was gonna use yeah. I was gonna use losing your wallet as a segue uh, to be like you know you could find a treasure. Uh. <laughs> oh, I think that's actually better. I mean, this week it is kind of on on topic because this week I got my credit card information hacked. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it was, that, it was, that was a pretty funny story. Actually. Okay, uh, let me tell the, the listeners this story. Yeah, I know my friend Beeps. Real quick story it. time before we get into the adventures. Yeah, yeah. So hold on to your butts. Time. So this this week it's like one in the morning. I'm sitting there watching Hunter Hunter, uh, the anime. You're you know, watching just, Hunter Hunter. I love Hunter Hunter. This is my like second time watching it. Dang, it's great. It's a great show. It's a, I, I love Hisoka. It. My brother it's, loves the show though. It's really fun. It's a good show, and I'm watching it, and all of a sudden I get a notification on my phone. Boo! Sound effects, and I go. Oh, speaking of sound effects, and I go, huh. Bobby, it said, uh, it said, you just, well, I'm really screwing this up. I got distracted. <laughs> it said, thank you so much for purchasing at OnlyFans.com your order of $15. What? And I was like, Ooh. You were like, I certainly have never done that. I just had, I just, Tim Allen's voice just popped into yeah. my head. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? Like, I didn't purchase OnlyFans this week. So... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I go on to my my uh, credit card thing where it says where your purchases were, and it was Chicago, Illinois. Somebody mm. used my credit card for an Damn. OnlyFans account in Chicago. Man, imagine stealing mm. credit card info to go get some OnlyFans. That's for, yeah, that's wow. respectable. I respect right? that. It's like I dang, I really hustle. listen. I mean, who listen? The only time I ever had my credit card information stolen was to buy three hundred dollars worth of Steam games. So you know, <laughs> I had my um, three hundred dollars worth of OnlyFans. That's it was actually 15. really funny. You know what? I, that person, pro- like, you got your money refunded, I assume. Oh yeah. And and that you know what's you know what the best part about that situation is is that person probably just kept all of them. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I had my credit card information stolen once, and they were. And they were, uh, it was a $50 recurring, um, I was young. It was when I like first got my card. Um, Mm. and it was, it was $50 every month. And I didn't notice until I opened up my bank account and was like, I should have 200 more dollars. Yeah. Um, they were skimming you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then they were like, (laughs) the bank was like, why didn't you notice sooner? And I was like, let's, can you just like, can we just get it solved, please? Let's not talk about my, uh, my failures. All right. Again, though, going back to the treasure hunting thing, this is why we need to hunt for gold because gold doesn't get, you can't get, you can't steal gold. You literally cannot steal gold. It's illegal. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, let's jump into this episode. Put on your, your adventure boots, Brent. 
when you're editing this, if you're not playing uh, out, why can't I think of the name of the uh, Uncharted music right now? <laughs> then I'll be disappointed. It's gonna be there. Listen, it's gonna be adventure music the whole episode. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm going on to Epidemic Sound. I'm downloading every adventure song there is on there. <laughs> Good. We're, we're gonna paint a whole picture here. There's <sighs> there's gonna be a story arc for this episode, even if you, the information you relay does not have a story arc. Like, thank God, you'll, you'll, we'll have the ebbs and flows. <laughs> we'll have that, you know. That you know, third act climax. Don't worry, it's it'll be there musically. Listen, we need to get a soundboard ASAP because I gotta. If I, if I can figure out how to get sound into my focus right and then into the computer and record it, then you bet oh, your bottom dollar. Box. I was gonna mm. say, if you guys are a super fan, get us. <laughs> if you're a get true a fan soundboard. of Brain Boggled, get us a soundboard. No, well, I just need up. a plug for my iPad to go in, and then you just get an oh, yeah. app on the iPad. Um, also, real, cord. real, real quick before we move on, um, <laughs> Angkor Wat is in Cambodia, not Indonesia. I looked. Oh, uh, Jack, you had to correct yourself. I just, I just don't want to get angry emails from Indonesians or Cambodians. Someone, someone, someone just, someone was about to hit send, and now they're deleting that draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Before you go post your angry oh. thing. All right, all right. Uh, let's jump in, though. Let's go. Yeah, finally. So, so let me ask you guys a question, right? And it's in the form of a statement because I really am bad at planning this stuff. So there are many great cities around the world. <laughs> I love cities. I love we cities. To- we totally didn't just have like a weird nine minute detour of me we'll trying see, to set we'll, things up. We'll see how it happens. Honestly, dude, <laughs> what, you know what? I, you know what I love most in the world is a good city, baby. Yeah, a good yeah, city. Who doesn't streets. love good cities? <laughs> Riff I'm raff, the last person you want to run into in an empty alleyway. <laughs> Brent's a rough and tough and. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching Arrested Development the past couple days, so Uh, (laughs) I've got it on the brain. (laughs) So, yeah, there are many great cities, some including, you know, Paris, Mm. Tokyo, New York, Mm. (gasps) Dubai. Baby. Dubai. Fucking Bean Town, boys. Bean Town. Think of all those amazing cities. But what about the once great cities of the past? Cities that have either Mm -hmm. fallen or gone missing entirely. (gasps) So today we're going to look at a few lost cities, and then we'll take a look at some fallen cities, and we're just going to look at some, the reason that's, you know, civilizations go, go extinct and and what that's all about. Any fallen cities? Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of fallen cities, you know, Springfield, like, (laughs) anyway. Uh. So the first city that we're going to be talking about today is the dream city of El Dorado. Yeah, so if you, you know, the the dream of El Dorado, a city of lost gold, led many Spanish conquistadors on a fruitless trek into the rainforests and mountains of South America. So where is this lost city of gold? Well, in his 1849 poem, El Dorado, writer Edgar Allan Poe offers an eerie but eloquent suggestion. Over the mountains of the moon... Down the valley of the shadow. Ride, boldly ride, if you seek for El Dorado. And I just really love that. Uh, that kind of sounds like that, it doesn't exist. Because, like... Yeah. Wait, Edgar Allan Poe is from the 14th century? No, did I say 14... I said 1849. Did I say 1489? I don't know. I thought I heard 14th century. I probably was just m- making stuff up in my head. <laughs> yeah, you probably were. But it's okay. 
So El Dorado is sometimes used as a metaphor to represent an ultimate prize or a holy grail that one might spend one's life seeking. It could represent true love, heaven, mm. happiness, or success. Oh, I love success. <laughs> it is used sometimes as a figure of speech to represent something much sought after that may not even exist, or at least may not ever be found. Bruh. Yeah. Woo. So I, I really was going to do a whole episode about El Dorado. Uh, that was the original plan. But I, I started looking in, into it, and there really is... Uh, it basically, the, uh, it's it's the, the same Atlantis old... treatment. <laughs> it's the same old story. It's like a bunch of conquistadors went looking for it and died. And didn't find it, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, that's it. Now, th this is the truth about El Dorado. Um, so... When the phrase El Dorado was first used, it was actually referred to, uh, it actually referred to a person, not a city. In fact, El Dorado directly translate into the Gilded Man. In the oh. highlands of present-day Colombia, the Musica people had a tradition where their king would cover himself in gold dust and jump into a lake from which he would emerge clean. Neighboring tribes knew of this practice and told the Spanish. Thus was born the myth of El Dorado. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah, right? Also a uh, a great little uh, DreamWorks movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's in, in that movie, they actually find the, the City of Gold. Yeah, and in uh, National National Treasure 2, uh, mm -hmm. it turns out that El Dorado is actually in Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which oh, is real, man. real and true. I think also oh, yeah. El Dorado is, isn't it in one of the Journey to the Center of the Earth movies? They end up finding it. Is there more than one? Uh, uh, I'm, I just don't know if it's like well, the old there one. Are, the there are, one. yeah, there are old ones. Multiple like new iterations. One. Yeah. I, I was imagining like the 3D movie. Of yeah, like, with, uh, uh, what's his name? Brendan Fraser. Yes, Brendan Fraser. My my little yeah. cute little guy. Yeah. Was, um... Was The Rock in Journey to the Center of the Earth? I want to say The Rock was in it. Yeah, he was in a reboot, I think. Oh, he was in, no, he was in Journey to Witch Mountain. No, he was in a, a recent uh, Center of the Earth reboot. I think oh, you're right. Oh, he was? Yeah, w with Vanessa Hudgens. What? <laughs> what, a, what a casting dude. Right? And uh, Luis Guzman. <laughs> have you seen his have you seen his eric andre interview oh no but i need to oh dude it's so good it's so funny i love eric andre yeah, hello it's see. me louis guzman <laughs> dude don't make fun of his list man come no, on no it's you have to watch uh the Lu it's louis guzman episodes of community because <laughs> oh, like okay. he apparently went there he went to the green greenville greendale college yeah greendale wow uh greendale community college and they have a statue of him outside i think i think luis guzman's statue is the real el dorado let's be honest yeah it's so he be. was in um so the dwayne the rock johnson was in journey to the mysterious island yes um, and it's like a bermuda which is, triangle which I is think. like a sequel to the original one uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth minus Brendan Fraser, <laughs> but with D Dwayne the Rock Johnson instead. What's the what's sort of like the hero rule? Mm, that's what's the, the witch, part where they ruined it. What's the right Witch there. Mountain movie? That oh, is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
That one's also Dwayne. Dwayne's in everything, man. He's, yeah, he's got a. Oh, it's called Race to Witch Mountain. Okay. Ah, okay, 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 yeah, okay. yeah. So, so one of these movies, they they find the lost city of gold. Um, I believe it's also in Land of the Lost, and it's just like you, you see it all the time. And it, it's in Uncharted One, obviously, but in that game, it's not a city of gold. It's actually uh, the the coffin of a man who was referred to as El Dorado, and it was cursed. Now, the next one is also Uncharted-related. So this is... Oh, my God. Shambhala. Which we have also talked about in another uh, older episode. Yeah, Shambhala is is, um, concave Earth, right? Uh, Yeah, we talked about Hollow hollow Earth, Shambhala, and Shangri-La. Uh, or basically like the um, the mythical city that is that resides in the Himalayas. So many people dating all the way back to the 1600s have searched for Shambhala. Despite its location, its climate was different from the outside world. It was much more of a tropical climate instead of a snowy climate surrounded by the Himalayan mountains. Uh, so this was uh, one of the reasons that Shambhala is considered a earthly paradise. Now, Shambhala has also never been found, but, you know, with our modern day technology, I really encourage people to go out and look for it because you never know. Go look for it, dude. If Nathan Drake can find it, you can find it, baby. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I really do think that there are a lot of hidden things out there that we just don't know about because the Earth is a really big place. And we'll get into a little bit more of that later. But Wait, it's fun. It's funny because like because we did that Hollow Earth episode when I was playing the Uncharted uh, uh, box set or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know the, the, the Nathan, Nathan Drake, Drake collection. collection when it was on PS uh, PS Plus or whatever for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh shit, I've heard of a lot of these places because we've talked about them in the podcast. But I would have never known of them before that. So you know what's nice about the pod is like a lot of things when I'm doing research, I'm like, ugh. Already knew that. Already knew that. Already knew that. We're so smart. We <laughs> we're know so smart. everything. And you know, I'm I'm basically we're gonna encounter that in this next one too, which is the city of Atlantis, which we did an entire episode on, which you can go check out. But I'm sure Jack would urge you not <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, you probably don't want to just read the just read the wiki article on it. It's the same thing, basically. <laughs> yeah, as we talked about in our Q and A episode last year, this is Jack's least favorite episode to this day. I, I cannot see how any other episode will take the, <laughs> that title. Well, I'll, I'll just give a quick summary of Atlantis. And <laughs> for all of those who are interested in Atlantis, you can learn definitely a little bit more from our other episode. But basically, Plato told the story of Atlantis around 360 BC. The founders of Atlantis, he said, were half God and half human. They created a utopian civilization and became a great naval power. Their home was made up of concentric islands separated by wide moats and linked by a canal that penetrated to the center. The lush islands contained gold, silver, and other precious metals and supported an abundance of rare exotic wildlife. There was a great capital city on the central island. There are many theories about where Atlantis was, in the Mediterranean, off the coast of Spain, even under what is now Antarctica. 
Plato said Atlantis existed about 9,000 years before his own time and that its story had been passed down by poets, priests, and others. But Plato's writings about Atlantis are the only known records of its existence. Mm. So, there you have it. Yeah. That's pretty much all well, there is about Atlantis. Yeah, well, also, we talk about it in the episode, but um, uh, a lot of uh, people consider Atlantis to be a concept created by Plato. Um, in the sense right. of... Because he... he uh, it comes from his, his book, The Republic, where he's talking about a utopic society. Um, and it's, it, it's, he uses Atlantis and the sinking of Atlantis basically as a metaphor saying uh, uto- uh, utopia is, is impossible to achieve. You see, right. all I can picture when you're saying this, though, is Nicolas Cage standing over a, the book <sighs> going, saying, that's no. what he wanted you to think. No, there's got to be something we're missing. He, he wanted you to think that it was a metaphor. But it's no metaphor. We need to get. We need to find uh, George Washington's uh, fake wooden teeth out <laughs> and of his somehow grave. Somehow Atlantis relates to like the founding <laughs> yeah, and it's fathers. Like the, the 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 map to Atlantis is inscribed on his wooden dentures. <laughs> Dude, the, the writers uh, of, of National Treasure Three are listening. To this going, God, why, God, 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 God. we gotta change it. We gotta change you, it. Change you it. Put the dent, you put the dentures in your mouth and you bite into some tough peanut butter and then the imprint will be on the peanut butter this show will not be a success to me unless the entire cast of national treasure listens to it all at once god that is uh dude that's like we gotta get like john voigt dude like Mm. good luck oh geez john voigt i don't even know man he's too busy trying to stop the steal i don't know yeah he's too busy he's too busy being an absent father speaking of movies while we're talking about it Apparently they're making an Uncharted movie with yeah, uh, with Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yo, yeah. at first I do I not was support like, that. No, 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 dude. At first I was like, no, absolutely not. But then they released images of Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, and I was like, yeah, you know what? He does it. He can. Okay, do it. he he looks really good, but it's just like I feel like the Nathan Drake kind of, you know, he he's an older I think, dude. I think it's a. I think the movies are taking place before the games. They're so young like Nathan, Drake. young Nathan Drake. Yeah. So. Okay, so I'm assuming Bobby with the second one you haven't played as young Nathan Drake. Uh, not yet. Okay, and, and one of the games you I know. Well, it the, the, the in fourth, fourth one. Game. Yeah, the fourth one. They I do did. it in the third game too. So oh, you, they you do? get to play some young Nathan Drake stuff. So I think they're going more for the young Nathan Drake. Okay, with okay. The Tom Holland casting. I don't know. That movie's been in production hell for like three, four years, and it's gone through like multiple directors and castings and stuff. So yeah, we'll see. I, don't know. I don't have a lot of faith, but I, I do like the Nathan Fillion version uh, on YouTube where he plays Nathan Drake. Yeah, and uh, he, it's, he would have been a good Nathan Drake maybe like ten years ago. Like, yeah, had, yeah, they were able uh, to get that shit off the ground. Now yeah. he's maybe like a little. <laughs> A little too old now. He's a little too yeah. old, but it's still good. I mean, it's worth a watch. It's it's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. So, the next one is uh, it's not really a hidden city. It's not really a lost city. It, it did exist, but there's some aspects of this city that are definitely lost, and it's the city of Babylon. Whoa, mm, there we go. All is right. that so, the Tower of Babylon? <laughs> yeah, so there's two different Babel? images here, and if you want to check them out on our Brain Boggled blog, our bloggled, if you will, uh, you can go to brainbogglepodcast.com and check mm. it out there. But this is uh, basically two different things. Uh, it's And I call them the wonders of Babylon. The first one is the uh, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. 
And the second one is the Tower of Babel. So Babylon was a real city. It was the capital city of the Babylonian Empire, which itself is a term referring to either of the two subsequent empires of the Mesopotamian era. These two empires achieved regional dominance between both the 19th and 15th centuries BC, and again between the 7th and 6th centuries BC. So first is the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Uh, The Hanging Gardens of Babylon were one of seven wonders of the ancient world, listed in Hellenic culture. They were described as a remarkable feat of engineering, with an ascending series of tiered gardens containing a wide variety of trees, shrubs, and vines, resembling a large green mountain constructed of mud bricks. It was said to have been built in the ancient city of Babylon. And then the next one is the Tower of Babel. According to the story, a united human race in the generations following the Great Flood, speaking a single language and migrating eastward, came to the land of Shinar, where they agreed to build a city and a tower tall enough to reach heaven. God, observing their city and tower, confounds their speech so that they can no longer understand each other and scatters them around the world, thus explaining why we all speak different languages. Boom. Which is, uh, if you listen to the languages episode that Jack did a few weeks ago, that is pretty easily disproven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I so just thought it was... stuck on that. I just thought it was interesting because, like, I don't know, uh, it's, it's cool to imagine that there is this, like, massive tower and also a, like, mountain-sized garden. Dude, talking about the wonders, I wish the like the colossus of Rhodes was still here because apparently the colossus of Rhodes was like the tallest thing ever colossus of Rhodes. now i want to yeah it's one it's one of the other uh one of the other seven uh seven uh yeah so, it's one of the it's one of the seven things yeah Oh, was it just the giant statue right here? Yeah, it was the giant statue, and it stood over the. It stood over the. Uh, it's you know in Game of Thrones the uh, the the big the Colossus of Bravos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's the, that that is like literally directly taken from the, Wait, the Colossus so what, of Rhodes. Do you know anything about the uh, reality of this? Like, was it actually? Did it exist? Is there actual um, evidence? Well, it's one of the seven wonders, and I believe its feet are uh, used to be there still. Oh wow um but i mean imagine uh, if like someday i don't know like someday that someone stumbled upon the statue of liberty's remains be kind of a yeah uh, the ape style baby yeah yeah yeah, i couldn't i couldn't (laughs) think of it fast enough planet of the apes that's the movie we'll definitely get to later on in this episode because i want to open it up for discussion uh the possibilities of or sort of the thought experiment of what if uh you know what happens when we go extinct when we are a lost civilization um because a point that i always like to make is like you know the mayans didn't know that they were going to be a lost civilization they probably were like wow these dumb people up until now couldn't write or do math and now we have technology and it's like well you know they were wiped out um but we'll get to that we'll get to that we still got (laughs) quite a ways to go so let's just go in order here all right, so the next one we also have done an episode on, and it's Agartha. Agartha. If you remember Brent mentioned earlier, or Jack, I forget which one of you mentioned it, 
I think it was Jack. I don't remember. I didn't Someone say Garth, said it. Though. We talked about the uh, the Hollow Earth theory. Oh yeah, yeah. And so the city that is supposedly, or the I guess the the land that exists within the Earth is known mm-hmm. as Agartha, and this is a mythical world connected to Buddhist belief, and uh, it's hiding in the core of the Earth instead hmm. of on top of it. Agartha is supposed to house superb, wise civilization flowing together as these legends often do some say that shangri-la or shambhala is actually agartha's capital theories Ah, of different possible hmm. access points to this tranquil suburban subterranean continent (laughs) yeah suburban you know suburban we've got got some nice uh, (laughs) double levels you know duplexes you know some some good association (laughs) reasonable condo association prices you know not too bad (laughs) Uh, as we uh, neighborhood (laughs) as we talked about uh in the other in the episode about this there's a couple of access points uh known to the theorists out there and those are the south pole the north pole the mammoth cave in kentucky or the himalayan mountains so you know (laughs) that's probably where shambhala is so maybe shambhala is the entrance to to agartha dang himalayas man Dude, yeah. we gotta go to the Mammoth Caves, guys. I know. We, we said it before. We'll say it again. We got. I really, get there. really wanna wanna go go to to uh, the ma- ma- Mammoth Mammoth Caves Caves. <laughs> to to re- record record a a podcast cast cast. Well, I'm I in the Mammoth believe. Cave. Bobby is so freaking good at the echoey voice. <laughs> I it's so. <laughs> I work on it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, when you're just like sitting there alone, you just practice your echo voice. <laughs> well, I always do the SpongeBob thing, you know. It's like. Uh, uh, oh, what you're is repeating he everything I say into the microphone? Phone, phone. 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 Yeah, <laughs> you're repeating everything I say into the microphone. Phone. phone. I'm, you're you're saying I'm embarrassing myself. So, so, so. Yes, you got it. See, you got it. Uh, the next one is fallen, fallen cities, cities, and civilizations. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So basically, we've gone through the lost cities. Now, there's a lot of different lost cities, but it, it seemed like I was finding that a lot of them were just kind of different names for the same lost cities. Kind of like the Shang- Shambhala, Shangri-La type thing. Uh, there's there's so many, it's hard to really uh, keep track of it. But I wanted to talk about some fallen cities that we actually do have evidence of um, that we have seen. So the first one I wanted to start with is Pompeii. Ooh, Pompeii, now, classic. It's a classic. We could do a whole episode about Pompeii. Yeah, John Snow, man, his first, his first <laughs> motion picture outside of... Game of Thrones. Oh, what, was I'm there a so movie excited. About Pompeii? Yeah, and it's got Kit Harington in it. What is it? Is it out yet? It's been out. It came what? out like during the run of Game of Thrones. Yeah. What? what? It was like it was like the only movie he did like while he was on that show. 2014. Totally it's got it. a 28 percent on it, Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. I, I did we should not totally hear not watch good it. things about it, but it, it exists. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. Listen, it's a it's a pretty tough thing to actually look at the images of these people who are basically immortalized in ash. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the pictures, I well, you know, just disclaimer: it's it's for the uh, not for the faint of heart. Some people just are think that they're statues. Yeah, just think of them as statues and not people that were frozen in time. But it is really cool. Um, so for those of you don't who don't know of Pompeii. It was an ancient city located in what is now the commune of Pompeii, near Naples, Italy, uh, or Napoli. 
And Pompeii, along with many villas. Are you learning the, Italian, Bob? Uh, I, I, do you guys know I'm learning Italian? <laughs> I, I don't even know if that's right. I just kind of spouted it out. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so uh, Pompeii yeah, with many sure other... is a different place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so... So Pompeii, along with many villas in the surrounding area, was buried under 13 to 20 feet of volcanic ash and pumice in the eruption of Mount Vesuvius in 79 AD. Uh, Largely preserved under the ash, the excavated city offered a unique snapshot of Roman life frozen at the moment it was buried. So there's pictures of like people praying and holding their children and like you can even see their facial expressions. It's really scary. It's really creepy. Um, but in a way, it's I don't know. It's interesting if you're going to you, die. Uh, yeah. You uh, hear those stories. Is it from Pompeii where they're like, oh, the sundials stopped working and then everything went to hell? Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember that. Exactly. Because I think I remember. Well, because in in seventh grade so when i was in middle school i thought i was gonna make video games for a living mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. me and, and and one of my friends uh dylan if you're if you're listening shout out to dylan um Sup, we would Hello. um we would like talk about the type of games that we wanted to make and we were gonna we wanted to make a game that took place in ancient rome like uh, it would open up and you would it would be like just any other day but it turns out it's the it's the it's the it's the Vesuvius explosion oh eruption. man oh, that's shit. Cool day. Um, and I think you were gonna like die in the explosion uh, in the <laughs> eruption but then get resurrected by one of the gods because it turns out that the we were gonna have the the volcanic eruption happen because one of the gods got angry so one of the other gods like chose you to like save it and like defeat that other god um, at this time, I hadn't played God of War, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't realize I, I, that that concept had already been like done. I don't know. I still kind of want to play it. This sounds really uh, like a oh, fun yeah, game. Oh yeah, all right, I'll get on it then. Okay, cool. All cool. right, boys, yeah. let's let's get this in it's crunch time. Let's go. We got brain boggled production. We got a week to turn this bad boy out. <laughs> yeah, in turn, in, in turns in time for the uh, in time for the holiday holiday sales. We got to get yes, it. exactly, man. Exactly. I think we can get it done. Uh, let's just download Dreams and we'll do it on there. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, it's actually idea. not a bad idea. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> all right. So the next one that I want to talk about, I I don't want to cut Pompeii short, but yeah, like I said. We could do a whole episode on Pompeii because there's some uh, crazy things that you can look at there. Uh, The next one is the Mayan civilization, uh, which was a Mesoamerican civilization developed by the Maya peoples and noted for its logosyllabic script. I hope that's right. Mm -hmm. The most sophisticated and highly developed writing system in pre-Columbian Americas, as well as for its art, architecture, mathematics, calendar, and astronomical system from the and from the late eighth what's up i was just gonna make a stupid joke dude make so it make please it please continue make <laughs> a joke. and and doomsday prophecies baby yes hey. the mayan calendar that ruined all of 2012 2012 yeah <laughs> yeah well the 2012 Yo, did you guys 2012. see did you guys see those things where it's like oh no the t- we only thought that 2012 was supposed to be the actual year um because we missing uh, because um 
uh, the Romans came and changed our calendar and it didn't line up anymore with the Mayan calendar. So 2012 wasn't the actual year. And people were like, what was supposed to be the actual year? And then everyone was saying that it was 2020 was the actual year predicted. Um, mm. But I don't think that's true because I, I, I heard that um, it was actually like hundreds of years like a hundred years ago was yeah was yeah. was when it was actually supposed to to happen well i mean right. we're still here 2020 is not over the, but the thing with the mayan calendar that people don't really understand is it doesn't necessarily predict like the end of the world it's like the end of a cycle and the beginning yeah. of a new one and people just kind of read into it I'm like oh well then that must mean everything destroys and starts over yeah it's like, well nah, it's just a new cycle yeah. but yeah. well it's because a lot of Relax. the things when when, when like I, I, a lot of those like cultists you know like uh, like heaven's gate they thought it was uh they thought they were coming to the end of the cycle and they need they mm -hmm. were trying to save themselves to be reused in the new cycle or whatever mm -hmm. yeah it, but like dude it's just like people pe i don't know people love an end people love an end to everything yeah yeah if there's end no the end people are just very uh speaking of people heaven's freak gate, out they they got they got like a new series on HBO Max, I think, about the Heaven's Gate cult that I want to watch. Ooh. But oh. that's completely unrelated to this. Yeah, that was a fun episode as well. This is kind of the uh, episode yeah. review. Yeah, this is like, episode, our, this is like our year episode. in review. Like, yeah. remember all the shit we talked about before? <laughs> go go yeah, check out yeah. the go check out the uh, the episode huh. about Heaven's Gate. It's a clip episode. Yeah, uh, it, it does feel like a list episode. Almost, because I, like, I almost want to say, like, the Mayan civilization. Market cap, 75 billion, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a work reference. Uh, anyway, yeah. so, from the I late 8th, you get it. From the late 8th <laughs> through the end of the 9th century, something unknown happened to shake the Mayan civilization to its foundations. One by one, the classic cities of the southern lowlands were abandoned. And by AD 900, Maya civilization in that region had completely collapsed. The reason for this mysterious decline is unknown, though scholars have developed several competing theories. Some believe that the ninth, by the 9th century, the Mayans had exhausted the environment around them to the point that it could no longer sustain a very large po population. Mm. Some catastrophic environmental change, like an extremely long, intense period of drought, uh... Some think, yeah, sorry, I missed a word there. Some think that catastrophic environmental change, like an extremely long, intensive period of drought, may have wiped out the classic Mayan civilization as well. So it could have been climate. It could have been resource devouring. Um, and we're going to see that as a common theme because the next one is, a, is another mystery, and it's, uh, it's Easter Island. So if you don't know what Easter Island is, it's that island uh, with those big heads. And uh, yeah, you, you probably know what we're talking about Google here. Easter, Google Easter Island, you'll see the image of the heads. It's literally the first thing that comes yeah, up when you look up Easter Island. You will totally know what this is. So <sighs> They're iconic, man. Those they heads. are <laughs> so iconic. Dude, Night at the Museum. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say. Think, I think the Night at the Museum... Uh, played a, a a large role in 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 youth or i guess it would be like millennials and zoom and zoomers i guess maybe not the even introduction zoomers. to easter yeah island because statues. when i'm thinking about like where did i learn about easter island before that i don't think i did <laughs> i think i mm. i think i first found out about it through night at the museum 
It's funny that you mentioned that because I was going to say it, but I'm like, they won't understand what I'm talking about. What? Dum dum? Dum dum, give me gum. Dum dum, give me gum gum. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah. um, another iconic quote is the boom, boom, firepower. <laughs> Dude, when that movie came out, everyone and their mother was saying boom, boom, firepower yep. and dum dum, give me gum gum. <laughs> It was, so true. it was it was unreal that like for and then when you got older like like a few years after that there was always some random little kid who would be like who would do the boom boom firepower thing like yeah. when they were playing like always I, it, it was a weird like it was a weird time in humanity it was a weird history. time <laughs> it was a better time a simpler time we had nothing going on uh mm-hmm. socially so we just clung Except on to ben stiller quality movies. ben stiller mm-hmm. Yeah, so hundreds of years ago, a smaller group of Polynesians rowed their wooden uh, canoes across vast stretches of open sea, navigating by the evening stars and the day's ocean swells, as you might know from Moana. Dude, I think about that because, like, the open ocean. The open ocean kind of scares me. Real talk, boys. I'm I'm a little bit afraid of the ocean. I will never go on a cruise. No. The vastness oh, of the open ocean. I went deep sea fishing one time and I was yeah. like, I'm like, I'm kind of, this is kind of existential right now. I'm glad yeah, we're all on the same the page about this. It freaks me the fuck out, dude. It freaks me the fuck <laughs> oh, out. It's dude, like, not me even funny. Too. I, no I, joke. Like, I get the, I get the canoes that they used were, were big. Um, at the, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Natural History Museum in uh, New York City. I have. Um, but they have the large, uh, I want to say the largest ever, um, canoe that like was actually used it was a um it wasn't polynesian it was an inuit canoe i believe um Mm -hmm. but like they're you know they're as big as you know a boat that could go onto the ocean but still like it was still a canoe you know know. like those things what if you like wanted to go home like that's extreme claustrophobia to me like or the opposite of claustrophobia oh you can't yeah you can't change your mind yeah it's just, uh, I think we're all kind of on the same page about it. And yeah, I, I went on a deep sea whaling, uh, whale watch when I was younger and I threw up and I, I think it was cause I was just like freaking out. Dude, <laughs> whales are kind of, whales are kind of scary. I know that like they would eat yeah. me, but like the thought of being in the water next to a whale, um, is 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 insane i like those like those nature documentary like divers and stuff who just like they just go out to the middle of the ocean hop in and they're like yeah i'm gonna go swim next to this whale shark it's Mm. like absolutely not whale shark sharks freak me out they're because they're just big fish (laughs) yeah um they're not even whales they're fish it's it's the world's largest fish it's yeah like a yeah because like a whale you're like okay i I, for some reason in your mind you're 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 more okay with mammals being really large yeah but like a fish being really large is not uh (laughs) and we let's go back to to easter island um i can't think of a good segue (laughs) (laughs) well because we were talking about the fear of the open ocean and like how long these polynesian people had to travel and uh it's crazy yeah, I mean, I get it. The ocean, the open ocean is, uh, it's too vast. It's too big. Um, and that probably plays a little bit into the megalophobia. But let's talk about uh, Easter Island and what happened because it's another situation where there was kind of a bit of a mystery. Um, so, so basically, uh, on this outpost nearly 2,300 miles away from South America, and 1,000 miles from the nearest island, the newcomers chiseled away at volcanic stone, carving Moai, 
uh, or monolithic statues built in the honor of their ancestors. But what happened to this island culture? A long-held theory suggests that after the islanders set up camp and carved the giant statues, they destroyed their own society through infighting and a depletion of natural resources. Some researchers now believe that the arrival of colonists uh, and the institution of slavery may have also decimated their population. Isn't there, um, there's not a single tree on Easter Island, right? I think they're all gone. I think it was deforested. Yeah, yeah I think like there's uh, there's evidence of trees being there before, but um, I think the 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 resources one one of the one of the things that i i saw somewhere you know classic brain i have no source for this <laughs> is that um they thought that they used up a lot of their resources making these statues <laughs> like specifically like they, if they didn't make the statues they would have been fine well like uh i i remember watching a video of like how did they lift these well, up and was is there evidence using, like, is there evidence that they stayed there like actually, maybe they only st- maybe they only stayed there until the uh, the uh, the thing was done. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's it's there's not a ton of evidence on what happened. I mean, j- there's only theories because all we really have is are these is the statues they left behind. See that video um, of the modern people walking the uh, the statue where they have the ropes tied around like the crown of the head, and um, they have a team of people on either side, and you mm-hmm. like they're pulling the ropes to rock it back and forth oh, wow. and it like right. walks forward and they think that that might have been one of the ways that they moved them that's cool because they obviously they had to have moved them a little bit i mean yeah. i know they originally were like uh they ha- they were exposed they had hands yeah i was gonna say they're not just heads they're full body statues yeah they they were kind of just like buried underground over they over just they're, they're seen it they're seen as heads because the one in the the one in, at, at the new york national or the one at the smithsonian is just a head yeah um but the rest of them are like well not the rest of them but a lot of them have bodies imagine being the one to discover easter island how cool that must have been yeah to be like like, whoa to be like oh there's this island way out here that i didn't know about and it's like oh dude there are people here before it (laughs) makes me wonder how many things we have out there that are hidden that we still haven't discovered do you think there's do you think there's actual like do you think there's land where humans haven't been on the planet I think it's possible but it's hard now with google maps you know if, yeah. if there is google knows about it yeah so Unless the answer would be no small. then there is no land that nobody knows about yeah i would say probably well because technically there is a there is somewhere in like the himalayas maybe um or maybe uh, somewhere in asia um there is a sacred mountain that um has been uh is is so sacred that uh, the the people who who settled around that area uh, forbid any um, any human to set foot on the mountain, and mm. to this day, um, the government of whatever country it's in has held that, and it still is um, it still is completely uh, off limits to go on. So officially, mm. no human has ever set foot on that mountain, but I'm sh- like people must have snuck in. Oh yeah, and I mean satellite imagery you know you can tell what's up there oh well, yeah know, yeah and plus who knows you know that i don't know when they decided to make that the case you know but there's the possibility that before they decided it was a sacred mountain that people had been there you know yeah but i don't know who's I think to say i don't know 
I think it's weird when you think about the fact that most mountains are just like land smushed together. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. almost like if uh, you just like crumpled up a piece of paper. Yeah, well, like you can do it. Just push your. You just push your two. You take your. You flatten your hands and push your. Push the tips of your fingers together, and boom, that's how mountains get made. Except yeah, for uh, glacially carved mountains like the White Mountains, because those were actually uh, carved by glaciers, which is interesting. Oh well, yeah, because there's no. Weren't they're, they're not on any near any no plates. tectonic plates. Yeah, because yeah. they they actually uh, we did a whole class on this uh, in geo studies in high school, and like what's cool is that basically it's it's lava rock that hardened into granite, and it's so hard that the glaciers weren't able to carve through them. So basically, what's left is the granite mountains that were mm. once underground. Um, yeah. Anyway, we got a lot to go through, so I'm going to move on to the next one. And this is uh, very similar to e- the Easter Island story in terms of deforestation and uh, resources, and that is Greenland's Vikings. So many of us have heard the tale of the troublesome Eric the Red, who found his way to Greenland after being exiled from Norway and Iceland for murder. Eric the Red, you know, he's just like redhead dude. Um, yeah. And so, and oh, set, this is what? a fun. This is a quick fun fact about redheads. Um, everyone associates red hair with Ireland. However, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Native Irish people actually have dark, dark black hair, and the red hair comes from all the Vikings would constantly raid Ireland and obviously rape and pillage, um, and they introduced the red hair gene into Ireland. Wow, that's yeah. uh, that's interesting. So I'm half Irish. I got a red beard. Does that mean that I'm Viking descent? Dude, my facial hair is red as well. Here we go. We're Vikings. And I'm a, and I'm a quarter Irish. Quarter Irish. I can't do yeah, Irish. So, yeah. So, uh, it, it is said that he uh, named, this is Eric the Red, he named Greenland somewhat misleadingly in order to persuade his countrymen to settle there. Well, astonishingly, it actually worked. And his original voyage in... 984 AD officially marks the start of the Viking era in Greenland. Nice. Between 984 and an unknown year in the 1400s, the Vikings or Norsemen of Greenland represented European civilization's most remote outpost. They lived in two settlements on Greenland's west coast and the east coast. Although the Norsemen built a thriving society in Greenland that lasted for over 400 years, the reason for their disappearance remains one of the Greenland's greatest mysteries. There are many theories, but there's no general agreement on how and why the whole society vanished at some point in the 1400s. At the time the Vikings arrived in Greenland, and up to about the year 1300, the climate was relatively mild, so perhaps slightly warmer than Greenland's weather today. These conditions were favorable for growing and pasturing animals. However, Gradually, the climate became cooler and, and more variable until the Little Ice Age hit in the early 1400s. The cold weather made it much harder to grow and clogged the ship lanes between Greenland and Norway with ice. So it was harder to trade with the remote Norsemen. There was no way that the Norse could, foresee, could have foreseen the upcoming cold cycle uh, the way that we can today. So this uh, created a lot of challenges for them. And 
that's one of the reasons why it's possible that, that they had also kind of been wiped out due to climate change. Mm. The next one is kind of an honorable mention. It's quick. I just kind of wanted to put it in there because it's a big one. Um, but again, this could be an entire episode. It's the fall of the Roman Empire. Uh, and so I'll kind of uh, read a little synopsis of it. The Roman Empire was the post-Republican period of ancient Rome. As a polity, it included large territorial holdings around the Mediterranean Sea in Europe, North Africa, and West Asia, ruled by emperors. So how did Rome fall? Well, that could be its own episode, as I said. But the most straightforward theory uh, for the collapse of Rome pins the fall on a string of military losses sustained against outside forces. Rome had tangled with Germanic tribes for centuries, but by the 300s, the barbarian groups like the Goths had encroached beyond the empire's borders. So that is is pretty much all the fallen cities and empires that I wanted to go over. There are hundreds more. You know, Mm. we could talk about Mesopotamia and like all those other great ones. And those are the ones we know about too. Right, those are the ones we know about. So what about the ones that maybe existed and uh, we just have no idea existed? The other thing is there are civilizations that have thrived like for thousands of years, like China and, um, you know, Japan for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of places that that have lasted. And so one of the questions that I want to ask you guys is why do you think that civilizations collapse uh we saw a couple common themes of you know climate change loss of trade or destruction of resources Mm -hmm. but you would think that maybe these civilizations in their prime would be able to see these things coming like uh one question that people ask is like when the mayans were chopping down the last tree or whatever or the easter island uh people were chopping down their last yeah, tree yeah. were they not like hey guys uh this is the last tree like where was the lorax you know yeah yeah <laughs> i i mean i think it i think you summed it up pretty well is it 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 always it i think it always boils down to um inability to look forward hmm. um, yeah, i mean we kind of do it even in today's society it's like Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I feel like we're perilously close. We're doing it right close. now. <laughs> we're perilously, perilously close <laughs> to doing it to ourselves right now. Yeah, right. like, um, I, like oh. I, you could make. The, I don't think America has ever looked forward in its <laughs> in its history ever. <laughs> I, it, it's 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 insane the lack of learning from the past that America does as like in general. I think right. Well, one thing that I uh, like think about a lot is uh, the the reliance in America on um, animal agriculture. And it's like, people are like, well, we're never going to stop running out of animals. But it's like, do you know how much food we grow just to feed those animals and water we use just to give those animals water? Like what happens when we need the water or when we need the food? Uh it's like the amount of farming that we do for animals is greater than the farming that we do for ourselves. And so if there is a drought or some kind of fire season or, you know, climate change, this really can affect our entire infrastructure because we rely so heavily on it. I mean, there's meat in every part of our diet, you know? 
Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, that's where but- the that's where the lab grown meat's coming in. Right. Yeah, dude. I will totally. I'd eat lab grown meat. I would too, honestly. I, tastes, I'm vegetarian. It the same. But I would, it, as long as there was evidence that said that it was like somewhat healthy, I would definitely try it. Oh yeah. If it's not, if it's no, if it's if it's less healthy than you know real animal meat, then I'd be like, uh, all right, probably not. But if it's you know on the same level or possibly even healthier, yeah, why not? You know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, enough of a discussion for its own episode. I yeah. think we should do an episode on it because I, I would. We're, we're, I was gonna say we're crossing over into our strange diets episode. We yeah. Now, yeah, now a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We, we are. I, I mean, if you guys are interested in hearing like a, a vegetarian, vegan style episode or like animal agriculture style episode, yeah, check out uh, the strange diets. Check out the strange diets, or also you know shoot us an email and say I want to hear that episode. Um, because we do have a lot of ideas on the list. But we're actually not even done with this one yet. Because oh, I've bro. got a little bit of uh, stuff left here for you guys. Oh, right. okay. oh we're almost okay. done. We're almost done. I know we're, we're getting la- a little uh, long, long here on, on this. But uh, the there are some. This is kind of like the dessert of the episode. Mm, the moose <laughs> Yes. There, there are some rediscovered cities that... Uh, we didn't even know existed that that have been rediscovered and or we've heard of it through um, texts and we've actually been able to find it with current technology and how we have done that is by using LIDAR so there's actually a technique where uh, we can use LIDAR to scan the ground and what's under the ground to see kind of ancient structures that existed where we didn't even know they did oh wow so one of them is the city of Jaguar, oh, and wow. you can see here it's a, it's there's actually some images of the city. Mm. Nice, uh, the next nice, one nice. is uh, see if I can pronounce this. It's the city of Mahandra Parvata. Wait, where is the city? <laughs> where is the where's Jaguar city located? Uh, you know, I really as it is the dessert. I put less care into the research. Does that happen to be somewhere near Raccoon City from uh, Resident Evil? Oh, <laughs> my God. That's why they fell. That's why they fell. The mm, city of mm, Jaguar. Mm. I think that it is in uh, South America or maybe Africa. One of those jungle type places. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to bother. I'm trying to figure it out, but it's... Uh, Hey, look it up. You could probably find Honduras. it. Honduras. Honduras. There you go. Honduras. You've got it. You've got it. So yeah, then there's the city of Mahantra Paftardava. And that mm-hmm. is uh, kind of interesting. Because it's got this really, really beautiful uh, structure that's still intact. And there's an image of it here. The next one I thought was really cool. Uh, and this is Angamuko. And this is a... St- a lidar image of what they found and so to the plain uh human eye you cannot see any of this but once you use lidar you can see where all these structures once were you can see roads you can see buildings and this was actually a city that had as many buildings as manhattan apparently wow yeah so this was a big city that was swept away with time 
Um, it oh, just goes the, to show. Um, the one before this, the one, the Mahan uh, is um, part was part of the same civilization as Angkor Wat in Cambodia. Really? Yeah. Nice. I just looked it up real quick. That's interesting. Part of the Khmer Empire. Hmm. Yeah, so um, the that is a really interesting fun fact. Um, and the next one, and the last one, is Quaneg. And this is, I believe, an African city that was also found with LIDAR. And um, yeah, it's it's really cool that we've been able to find these these cities using future technology. And I wonder if we will have even more technology in the coming years that will help us discover maybe some underwater cities or, or something like that. Oh yeah, but Quinang is in Botswana. It just goes to show how fragile human civilization is, you know? Oh, that's good. That's good. Bob, how many, how many times did you put your head on Nathan Drake's body, Bob? Uh, three. <laughs> hey, and at least this you got is, the meme for the week. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the, the, the cover photo for Uncharted 5, the search oh. for more money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when we're done recording this, I'm probably going to go play Uncharted for a bit because... I'm really in oh, that kind of mood. Wanna, you're making me want to reinstall my Uncharted 4. <laughs> it's get, so get, fun, get dude. It's adventuring. It's so it's fun. A, it's a good time. Honestly, like, the first game sucked, but the headshots mm. were really, uh, just, I needed that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a psychopath, but, um, you know, I there's there's some extra stuff I wanted to talk about, but maybe we can do that for a bonus episode for the Patreons um, and mm. record it a different day because we are running a little bit late here. Mm. But some of the things I wanted to discuss... Uh, was you know was there civilization on on earth before us humans and was there civilization Uh maybe on mars and maybe we are the product of a alien civilization so i don't know maybe we can save that for a future episode because there's a lot to talk Mm -hmm. about there as well Sounds sounds good to me. Yeah, Yeah. (sighs) interesting stuff to think about it's crazy (laughs) to think because like the people in those in those in those civilizations, like, I, I, I they, I'm sure they weren't like, oh yeah, we're gonna be done in, you know, a hundred years. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if New York City was like buried underwater with climate change, and then like someday there was like in thousands of years, it's like uh, York, New City, the the forbidden underwater city yeah. of the Americanos or something. Yeah, well, I think... I People think are like, ah, that's a legend. Be, I think there would have to be some, like, some crazy uh, loss of, like you said, like thousands of years. Um, mm. Because human civilization is barely qualified to be to be classified like human civilization the whole history of it is barely thousands of years old yeah you know like it barely just reaches that definition so um like it because the amount of well i mean the scale and the amount of you know just things that civilizations create now and also just the amount of information that gets recorded now it would have to be thousands and thousands of years for that to get lost i think because it's just there's so much and it's it's every like it, it, it like information is recorded in everything it's like i like you know like someone could find my my hard drive and, and get data from that or all of these books that i have in my house mm-hmm. you know and it's like 
There's so think, much, so much information. You know how we do that thing where we send like a record out to space and have like a very simple. Um, oh yeah, you know, I forget what it's called, but um, it's like a message yeah. to aliens. I think that yeah. we should make something. I think like Jeff Bezos is doing it right with the like million year clock or whatever. Oh, like a time capsule type. Like thing? some kind of time capsule for ourselves, so that uh, in the future, if if there are future historians trying to learn about the world today. We had some kind of thing, some kind of time capsule that would allow them to say, like, we went to Mars and then I like, don't think I don't think Earth it would be destroyed. necessary because because why would that thing arbitrarily survive? But nothing else. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I think we could talk about it for a whole other episode. So maybe we'll do a uh, maybe we'll do like a part two or something or uh yeah bonus up we can talk about it off yeah pod, we should but. definitely do like i would definitely want to talk about like the history of the roman empire i think that would be so cool to talk about well, we'll add it to the list yeah oh speaking of added uh, uh, of the list this uh, this uh, this topic was recommended by someone mm-hmm. um, wait this one now yes uh fallen uh fallen civilizations Oh. By Andrew G. Oh shit! Oh yeah, my boy, my friend Andrew G. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, nice. you don't even. I'll t- I'll 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 tell you that we did this episode so that you can listen to the pod. But or Paul you know will, what's... Shout out to Paul. Paul's like the only one of the people I know who I who I know that actually listens to like every episode. It's funny because uh, I actually, me and Brent were looking at the spreadsheet yesterday, trying to figure out an idea, and I didn't even see this. I must have subliminally saw it because I oh. was gonna do El Dorado. Um, but it kind of one thing led to another and I ended yeah. up here. Weird. I'm glad I picked this oh, topic shit. because now I'm even more excited to go play Uncharted. Because now <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ooh, cool. I'm going to go cool. discover a hidden civilization. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, then shoot like 500 dudes in the yeah, just way, the way many, there. just way too many dudes. Uh, so th- this many place dudes is lousy with boys. Shot. Lousy <laughs> with them. Nathan, the Dr- Nathan Drake games are lousy with boys. <laughs> Fucking lousy Literally. with them. Dude, I wouldn't have it anyway. Uh, well, uh, it's time for plugs. Mm. Yeah. And you know so what? Now you, you know, know what? now you know. Now you know you can turn the pod off now. I think um, we have to we have to give a quick little uh, shout out. I think to our um, one of our Patreon perks that we never really talk about. But we probably should talk about it, and that is the shout-out perk. Um, because if you listen to the show, and you're like, oh my god, I wish that you guys would just say my name. My name! You know, uh, <laughs> John Proctor, Daniel Day-Lewis style. So, we actually, for the $5 per month uh, on our Patreon, you get a shout-out on the show. And on top of that, you'll also get access to the mini pod, uh, a special role on our Discord server where you can talk to us and hang out with us and send us memes. And then you'll get access to our polls to help decide future topics. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that you'll get for the $5 a month Patreon perk. And you can always sign up for the $5 and then go back down to one if you if you don't have the money for it. And I know times are tough. But we just need the money, Arthur. We need the money. You know, this show... I have a plan. I we just have, need the money. We have a plan. We have polls. We have shout-outs. <laughs> and we do this show for free, and it's a lot of work. So if yep. you guys want to help support us, that's one way you can do it. Or you can go to our website, brainbottlepodcast.com, to check out our merchandise. 
Yes. Merchandising. And uh, you guys can do the Spoch Meads because I always forget those. Yeah, you know, you can go to that Instagram at Brainboggled or that Twitter at Brainboggle Pod. You know, check out the memes there. Send us some DMs, you know, just yeah, slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. We always respond. Um, we have a fan page skip. now. As, yeah, I know. We have oh, like a yeah. fan page now, the Church of Brain Boggled. <laughs> oh, my God. pretty dope. Dude, did you see uh, the comment I they left? I guarantee it's our boy, Evan. I guarantee. Did you see the comment that they left? On on, uh, on the MK Ultra meme, I don't think <laughs> I did. I don't think I did either. They said, "Bobby, when he gets when he gets mind control powers, Brent, get me cereal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like okay. out of That's like amazing. out of everything, like out of everything oh. Bobby could do with mind control technology, he he makes we Brent get him cereal. On the pod. Oh, we did. Saying it. Oh my yeah. god, we did. That I'm was so dumb. It was you, Jack. You were requesting that I'm dumb. Bring you cereal. I'm dumb. The, uh, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they were specifically referencing something that we said. Oh. Well, that okay, I take amazing. it all back. Yeah. No, but that is yeah. so good because, like, I totally. That just means he or she is a true fan of the show. Yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, we and love then you so much. Speaking of ways to contact us, besides those social meds, you could use the email <gasps> brainbogglepodcast at gmail dot com. What brainbogglepodcast yeah, at gmail dot com. Com com. That's right. Nice brand. Just one you can com. Do though. it too. Yeah. <laughs> com com com. <laughs> All right, I I kind of don't want to say goodbye. I love hanging out with our buddies, uh, our little listeners. You guys really do take the ease and the stress out of our week, and uh, we love you so much. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. Have you I won't, said I won't, use, I won't use those strong of words, but it's good. It's all set. <laughs> a good time. We, we appreciate you deeply. We all have a great time. We love right. hearing from you. My favorite thing is hearing from people. That's so. true. Me, Same. I, oh, I love getting those emails. We, yeah, we really do email love it. us because we love reading them every single time. We like we'll te- like every time we get an email, we text each other, being like, <laughs> "Did you see the email? Did you see we got that?" Yeah. Email? <laughs> or like if we got a patron, patron, we're like, "Oh my god, guys, oh we got a patron. We got a new one. We got a new one." We we do love you guys. So thank you so much. And uh, Brent, I think we gotta we gotta exit this episode with some uncharted music. All right. Uh, bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya.